The Boston Bruins defeated the Ottawa Senators on Tuesday night in a rather spirited affair. Going to talk about that game as well as answer a couple mailbag questions on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Let's get into it, shall we? Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, November 10th, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Uh, We are available on all podcast platforms for free, and the podcast is now available on YouTube. Today, you can get a sneak peek into my home office living room and possibly get a glimpse of uh, my wife in the background who's painting a hutch while listening to last podcast on the left. So there might be some laughing in the background as well. Uh, If you are on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at locked NHL Bruins, the same handle on Instagram. And you can find me, my uh, uh, hockey tweets, and my dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren as well. I'm also on Instagram if you're looking for some fresh Bessie the Cat content. Now, the Bruins defeating the Ottawa Senators on Tuesday evening at the Garden. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's probably one of the more entertaining games of the season. A very spirited affair. The Senators came in a little shorthanded as several players and an associate coach found themselves on the COVID protocol list. Uh, I saw this morning that uh, Josh Brown was placed in COVID-19 protocol here on Wednesday. Uh, He played 15 minutes or so of ice time in the loss to the Bruins last night. So hopefully uh, the senators being at the garden playing against the Bruins, that close contact, uh, you know, doesn't uh, spill over to the Bruins. Of course, everybody on the Bruins is fully vaccinated, but that doesn't, uh, you know, remove the possibility that there could be some breakthrough cases. Anyways, like I said, it was a physical feisty affair. And when that started to ramp up in the second, the Bruins uh, began to Uh, perk up as well. Uh, They outshot Ottawa by nearly a three to one margin during the middle frame. And uh, the Bruins scored their three goals of the night. One from Brad Marchand that was kind of uh, deflected off his person into the net off a uh, David Pasternak shot. Uh, Derek Forbort doing his best Bobby Orr impression uh, gathered the puck near the blue line and uh, skated in down the left side and beat Matt Murray uh, glove side. And then uh, Patrice Bergeron scored the eventual game winner. Uh, kind of a weird one where it uh, there was a broken stick on the ice. The puck found its way to him, and uh, he buried it past Matt Murray. Bergeron said he thought it was the way they had to play. It's not always about blowing guys up, but at least being physical, finishing checks, 
getting some momentum, making it hard to play. That's what teams have done in the past. You have to respond, and you think it was a good way of responding. They need more of that if they want to be successful and if they want to be consistent, creating some energy and finding ways in games tied like that. Uh, Connor Clifton dropped the gloves with Alex Formentin, and uh, Brad Marchand kind of mixed it up with Thomas Shabbat late in the second. Uh, the Bruins also delivered a number of heavy hits, uh, two big ones from Charlie McAvoy on Zach Sanford and Nikita Zaitsev, another big one by Curtis Lazar on Eric Branstrom. The Bruins also uh, fell prey to uh, some big hits, and one notable one was delivered by the aforementioned Josh Brown, who uh, hit Trent Frederick with an open ice check uh, in the second period, Frederick did not return with an upper body injury, and uh, he may need to be replaced in the lineup for tomorrow night's game against the Edmonton Oilers. More on that here in a moment. Uh, ooh, pretty warm up here in Canada today. So, that uh, yeah, it was cool to see the Bruins mixing it up, uh, getting uh, to the dirty areas, getting physical, uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy said, those are the types of games the Bruins are better in. You have to be able to play in them, be comfortable in them. The temperature of the game went up. They had a good hit. McAvoy responded. Uh, he does a lot for the team, obviously, and they need some more guys bringing in that too. It doesn't have to be every night where this game comes in, but uh, certainly it was nice to see them do that in this game. The Bruins penalty kill was huge uh, last night going a perfect six for six, including a lengthy five on three kill in the first period. Uh, a lot of good reads, communication, uh, according to Bergeron. Uh, it was interesting. I was watching the TSN feed of this one and Gord Miller was on the call and he, uh, you know, pointed to the very real possibility that Patrice Bergeron and Brad, Brad Marchand will be killing penalties for team Canada at the Olympics in, uh, in China coming up in the new year. Uh, he said the clears were a bit better tonight than they were the other night. This is Bruce Cassidy. Uh, you know, he called out specifically Derek Forbort on one of the Austin Matthews goals the other night. Uh, Jeremy Swayman made some big saves, one in particular off Brady Kachuk at the very front of the net. Uh, he liked Boston's compete level, didn't allow them any easy setup time. And uh, yeah, the Bruins did some uh, some good work there. Now, I mentioned yesterday as well that the Bruins haven't been getting necessarily the puck luck that, uh, you know, represents how they've been playing. That did come into play in this game. Uh, you know, David Pasternak's wrister, like I said, uh, went off Brad Marchand, a nice bounce there. And then uh, Pasternak's feed deflected off a broken Ottawa stick and found Bergeron uh, who put the Bruins up three, two with one twenty remaining in the second. Uh, so some good luck on that one. And then uh, Derek Forbort with the highlight of the night offensively, I guess. And uh, yeah, he took that drop pass from Charlie Coyle skated in scored. He said once he got over the shock of no one coming at him, it was pretty natural uh, Coyle did a good job moving up top, made a good little drop pass and just a little mix up in coverage that he was able to take advantage of. He's never going to be a real offensive guy. His game has been a little maligned by 
you know, all observers really. Uh, but uh, he said if he's something, he's working on a practice. It's getting better offensively. And when you're out there with talented guys, then, uh, yeah, you're going to get those opportunities. The Bruins remain perfect at TD Garden. They're now 5-0-0 at home, tied for the third longest home win streak to begin a season. Swayman is now a perfect 6-0 with a 9.52 save percentage at TD Garden for his career. And uh, he said he loves playing at home, best arena in the NHL. So if you were there last night, then uh, good on you for making it so. Bruce Cassidy picked up his 200th career win as head coach, becoming just the sixth in team history to reach that mark, joining Claude Julian, Art Ross, Milt Schmidt, Don Cherry, and Jerry Cheevers. Before we get to a couple more items in the aftermath of, of this game, and uh, some mailbag questions, a quick word about Shopify. Now, sounds like another sale on Shopify is coming in. Cha-ching! The all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. It's a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. That's shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL. Now, Thanksgiving is coming up, and if you're not uh, big on the calories that come with desserts, you can look for a healthier alternative in the form of Built Bars. One slice of pie is about 300 calories, and that's on the low end, to be honest. Most Built Bars are around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, plenty of protein. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in some great dessert-type flavors like uh, coconut or raspberry. Uh, you can share some at your family gatherings. And, uh, you know, maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a built bar yet and uh, get her on board. There's new surprises all month, limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly. So check the site often. There's also some Black Friday surprises coming up. So be sure to check built.com regularly. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Again, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Free, available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please subscribe uh, wherever you are able to enjoy the podcast. Now, I mentioned uh, Trent Frederick left the game in the second period. He may not be able to play tomorrow night against Edmonton. That would require someone to be called up. Uh, it does look, however, like Nick Felino is good to go because Jack Stanika was returned to Providence here on Wednesday morning per uh, Mark Diver, who is very plugged in with the Providence Bruins. Uh, so I doubt it's a paper move. It looks like he is going to play centering Jacob Lauko and Chris Wagner tonight. Uh, so I would assume we might see Oscar Steen called up, uh, but no 
no guarantees there. We'll uh, keep an eye on things and uh, be sure to keep it locked to uh, locked NHL Bruins for all the latest there. Now, a couple mailbag questions. The first, uh, I'm just going to ask myself, what is up with Tuka Rask? You may have seen some updates on his status earlier this week. Uh, kind of blew up thanks to friend of the pod, uh, Jill Murphy, who was at practice and spotted Tuka Rask skating at Warrior uh, prior to Boston's official session on Monday. Now, he has been skating. What was noteworthy about this one is that he was joined by goalie coach Bob Essensa. Um, so, yeah, very interesting to see him skating with team staff. Now, nothing has really changed. Bruce Cassidy on Tuesday said he was told originally the timeline for him to return to play uh, you know, wherever that is, whether it's Boston or somewhere else, Cassidy added that disclaimer, uh, would be January to February. So the best he can tell is that he's on target for that. Um, he also added Rask is at Warrior in the mornings, working with some of the trainers, using the facility, and then he leaves. Typically, there's some crossover when the Bruins come in, uh, but uh, they've afforded him that ice time and it's worked out well he's coming in being a professional getting his work done and it's worked out fine for him to allow him to do that uh the bruins of course have been using linus allmark who signed that four-year 20 million dollar contract back in july as well as rookie uh jeremy swayman in goal uh rask said he wants to come back and he'll only play for the bruins uh so again time will tell if they can reach a deal, the easiest thing, I guess, would be to send Swayman down to the AHL for the balance of the season if Rask does indeed come back. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for the time being, he's just working his way back uh, to health, and uh, we'll see if he's able to make an official comeback. Uh, the other question I got was about – television coverage uh in the states uh obviously this year uh both espn and tnt have taken over coverage from nbcsn and charlie Coyle rbw sent in a tweet asking how do you feel about both nhl on espn and nhl on tnt so far now many of you know of course i live in canada so my uh, ability to watch all of these things is kind of dependent on what Sportsnet picks up, what feed they pick up. Last night, for example, you know, I could watch the Nesson feed on uh, my phone or my computer. If I go on the Sportsnet app, they just show uh, the TSN feed, actually. So I was watching Gord Miller there. Uh, they do pick up the Wednesday night broadcast, and I've seen some of the ESPN stuff, probably more of the TNT. I've thought it's been pretty good so far. Um, you know, it's neat to see Wayne Gretzky on a, on a panel, not sure if that's the best use of his skills. Uh, but yeah, overall it's been pretty entertaining and I think a, a definite step up from what we saw from NBC. Um, yeah, the, the calls, I like Kenny Albert, uh, calling the games, uh, even uh, John Butchergrass, uh, not a huge fan, but uh, even when he was calling the games, I, I didn't mind it uh, too much either. So overall, a big step up, and 
yeah, it's, it's just great to be able to uh, see the Bruins on these national broadcasts. And like I said last night, it's nice to have uh, the option to uh, see the Bruins playing more traditional rivals, seeing them playing Western Conference teams. It's nice to have a more balanced schedule than we've seen last season, of course. And uh, I mean, I'll watch whatever's on really. So it's, it's just good to see hockey pack in general, but overall I think it's better than uh, better than what we got from NBC. But yeah, those are the only questions that I had uh, to answer today. We're going to get to some news and notes from around the NHL here in a moment, but just a reminder that you can send questions to at locked NHL Bruins on Twitter, Instagram, anytime, and I'll be happy to answer those. You can also send them to at Ian C. McLaren. BetOnline is back and better than ever. They have a new web interface for the start of basketball season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season, as well as hockey, of course. You can head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, bet online, where the game starts. Okay, let's finish with some news and notes. Uh, I guess it was early last evening that the Anaheim Ducks announced they've placed general manager Bob Murray on administrative leave following initial findings of an internal investigation into allegations of improper professional conduct. What does that mean exactly? Well, Frank Saravelli of Daily Faceoff reporting sources claiming Murray uh, created a toxic workplace atmosphere through repeated verbal abuse, harassment of Ducks players, coaches and personnel, uses intimidation tactics, temper tantrums, fostered a climate of fear throughout the organization. Um, Emily Kaplan of ESPN added the memo that the NHL sent out in relation to the Blackhawks investigation, prompting people to report uh, such things may have played a role in this. And uh, yeah, I just, I guess it just continues a bit of a cleaning up in, uh, in hockey, which, which is great. Uh, Montreal Canadiens goalie Kerry Price broke his silence yesterday regarding the reason why he entered the NHLPA assistance program last month. Uh, he posted on Instagram that he sought treatment for substance abuse. After years of ne neglecting his mental health, he said it could take some time before he returns to action. And he also expressed appreciation for the support and well wishes he's received. Uh, I posted on the, the podcast Twitter account that uh, despite the rivalry between the Bruins and the Canadians, nothing but love and support for Carey Price. Uh, he's one of my favorite non-Bruins, and uh, we wish him all, all the best for sure as he continues his uh, road back to uh, to the Montreal Canadiens and, and, to, uh, and to their crease. Let's see if there's anything churning on the rumor mill. Marc-Andre Fleury could become a trade candidate at some point this season, according to TSN's Chris Johnston, as well as Sportsnet's Elliot Friedman. Um, he, yeah, was obviously traded to the Blackhawks. Didn't really love that decision, but he thought they could be better than what they were. But it's proving that they have been pretty bad so far. 
and uh, he probably won't want to see out the season there. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers have been floated as a potential landing spot. Uh, they've been off to a great start. And, uh, you know, Mike Smith, Mika Koskinen, they're a decent tandem, but having a guy like Fleury on board uh, would just give them an extra edge in my mind. And the Oilers, of course, will be in Boston tomorrow night for Boston's uh, next game. They lost last night, actually, to the Detroit Red Wings, which was a bit of a surprise. Uh, but uh, tomorrow night, Bruins, Oilers, definitely preview that game on tomorrow's podcast, as well as bring you all the latest on uh, the black and gold. Here as uh, the Bruins practice on Wednesday, a bit of a lighter group. Uh, Grizzlick, Felino, Riley, Howla, Clifton, Kuhlman, Zboril, Bleed, and Swayman on the ice. And it uh, seems like a lot of the regulars getting the morning off after a pretty rough and tumble affair. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen to today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Very much appreciate all the support. And uh, you can catch the pod five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.